Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the next episode of the Frisco Report. How's everybody doing tonight? We good, brother. We good, man. Ready to rock and roll, man. How's it going over there on this side? It's good. It's good. Got got a lot of topics to go here tonight on deck. So we're going to talk about, uh, you know, the Cowboys, where they're at right now. You know, we're going to talk a little bit of a CD lamb. We're going to talk a little bit of our receivers, defense, turning the corner possibly, and things like that. But uh, as you guys can tell, guest tonight, Dallas Cowboys fan 1980. What's going on, bro? What is up? What is up, dog? Hey, I'm happy to be. I owe you, man. I've been ducking and dodging you every time you come and call me. He said, 1980, I need you to come on my show. I need you here. And I'm like, oh, I'm busy. I'm doing this. I'm getting all changes. I'm cutting the yard. I'm cutting the grass. I'm washing cars. Just everything. I was just coming up with excuses. But I'm here. You got me today, bro. 1980, loud, live, and in color. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to rock and roll, big dog. I appreciate you joining. I mean, appreciate you inviting me to the show. No, appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Finally making it happen. Finally making it happen. How's it going, Mike? Yeah, what's going on, guys? Uh, let me know what the is on my end. So I need your guys' help right now. Am I echo to the echo right I now? Got, I got you clear, man. I got you clear. Sound I, I'm good, man, baby. I'm good. There ain't no echo here. There's only one of me. I don't need two. Yeah. Yeah, guys. So, man, we'll just quickly touch on the last victory. We're going gonna to take us into this quick turnaround, guys. So we got the victory. You know, Cowboys looking better on defense. We did give up a lot of points, however, but – you know, it's about how the team looks on the field right now. How they're looking right now versus earlier in the in the year, you gotta you gotta say that they're playing different, right, guys? Yeah, I would I would say that uh, from earlier this year, especially especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, you know, since two weeks ago, we've uh, we've stepped up a notch. They I, I've noticed that they're we're playing a lot of the 4-6 defense, that 46 bear that the 85 bears used to use back in the day. So uh, that's helped us, you know, uh, kind of contain some things uh, with, with, with the running game and the, and the passing game and things like that. So it's looking a lot better than it has been because at first we weren't able to stop anybody. And there's still those, those especially the first quarter last game, uh, the first quarter, they were we couldn't get our defense off the field. Uh, you got to be able to get off the field on third down, you know, so they can punt the ball to us, man. Because if if you spend too much time out there, you get tired, and you cannot think when you're tired. So, you know, they got the hands on the hips, hands behind the head because they're tired, and they and all the fundamentals go out the window. They start missing tackles and alligator arms and things like that. So, but a lot of things have been cleaned up, but there's still some things to work on. So they haven't got it down to a T, but it's you know, but they're getting better week by week. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. What's your gut take here, Mike, on, on where we're at right now? Yeah, you know, I, they're, they're looking better. They're, they're, they're looking better. The defense has actually been coming on for about three weeks now. Yeah. It seems like ever since they cut Dontarian Poe, they cut Worley, they traded Everson Griffin. <laughs> I think that it woke up some, some people on this defense. Um, and they started coming together. I, I mean, Demarcus Lawrence looks like a whole different, different player. I mean, this, this guy – and he's always all over the field, but it seems like this guy is really all over the field. Hell, even Tyron Crawford is looking a little better as of late. And, you know, we've been dogging on him on the first report all year. And I, I, I'm liking what I'm seeing from 98. 
um, as of late, right? Not all year, but as of late. Uh, it just seems like I just wish that my – and they're simplifying things on defense. If you look at the tape, 1980 is a defensive-minded guy. If you look at the tape, they are running a Rod Marinelli defense. I swear to God they are. They, they went back to stunts. Uh, they, they went back to, to one-man gaps. This is a Rod Marinelli run defense. Mike Nolan pulled his head out of the A, and they are running some stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, no doubt, man. So, <coughs> excuse me. So the defense, his defense is looking a lot better. I wouldn't say, you know, elite by any means. I mean, we're still at the bottom quarter of the league on defense. So yeah, they got they got to find a way to to get more turnovers. Thought with that, it helped out the team immensely, forcing the turnover and things like that. The short field, beautiful, beautiful. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it's something to uh, to keep an eye on, right? I, I love the weight Randy Gregory's at. He, he he Alden Smith looks a little bit healthier than what we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Alden Smith looks really good. Um, we're we're seeing a lot of these players that we were dogging on, questioning on, finally step it up. Cheeto he he had some rust. Let's not let let's I'm gonna call it rust right now. Cheeto had some rust last week, but let's are on Sunday really. So let's see how Cheeto evolves on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, we've seen Jordan Lewis; he had a lot of rust. He's playing a little better. The flags are starting to come down on him for PI and holding things like that. Um, so we're kind of seeing some improvements. Um, is it the players finally stepping up and not crying, or is it Mike Nolan stepping up because players? Unanimous players came out. Anonymous players came out to Jane Slater and said, "Hey, they're not coaching us. They're not adjusting." Ever since that report came out, guess what's been happening? Adjustments. Mike McCarthy said at a press conference, "Putting Zach Martin at right tackles fantasy football." They did it last week. How's that fantasy football? So players are talking, coaches are adjusting, and it's showing, guys. It's showing. Yeah. Yeah, let, let's touch on the offensive line, everybody. So, um, you know, we saw before the game last week that th they were going to get rid of Steele in the starting lineup. They're going to put, you know, uh, Zach Martin at right tackle. Connor McGovern, guys, uh, is he auditioning to take over left guard in 2021? I say so. I say yes because, I yep. mean, he, he looks good out there. He looks solid. He's not giving up sacks, can run, can do pass protection. What's your take on – on this lineup as it goes on, do you want to see this through the end of the year? And how do you feel about McGovern going into 2021, guys? That's easy. Yeah, that's easy. That's real easy. Uh, you just answered it. That's what we want to see. All we need is a little time. All Andy Dalton needs is just a little time. Just a little time I'm talking about. And making those, making those switches like that really, really helped. You could tell it did. Yeah. You can put Future Hall of Famer, Zach Martin, anywhere. You can put him at center. He can play it. You can left guard, tackle. Um, it made everybody else better. And McGovern coming in, proving himself, you know, because we've been all iffy about McGovern because he hadn't been getting the reps. Um, you know, he was a little iffy during training camp and everything, you know, with the injuries and all that stuff. But uh, now that he's now that he's in there, right guard, that's that's his that's his spot. I, I agree with you saying moving him to left guard. That just might that just might happen. Uh, everybody played pretty good last, I mean, last, last week. And 
moving him, moving uh, Martin to tackle, it really, really helped, man. Uh, it, 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 it opened up so many doors. Zeke was able to pick and choose. He was able to pick and choose what hole he wanted to run. His style, his style of running, you see, Zeke needs those windows. Every running back is different. You see, Pollard was able to, to break one. He's a lot younger. He's a lot fearless. You know, when you're young, you're dumb. You don't mind getting hit. Uh, he'll hit those holes pretty quick. You know, uh, Zeke needs those windows. He's, he has better vision than Pollard, in, in my in my opinion. Uh, Pollard's a damn good back, but they just have different styles. And that style of offensive line that we had this past Sunday was a good, was a great style to finish out finish out the year with that. Uh, everybody, Joe Looney, even um, Connor Williams was uh, he was he, even he was blocking pretty good. So it's a it's a domino effect, and I I want to keep seeing it. I want to keep seeing it. And uh, man, we just we did pretty good. I, I think we did good. I think that'll that'll be a good that'll be a good thing to see throughout the rest of the remainder of the season. Football news. Yeah. <laughs> Cowboys quarter, 1980. I know it's been a while. Oh. I, I, I know I know it's been a little bit. But uh, <laughs> glad to see you, brother. I'm glad we're making videos together again. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, Connor McGovern, I, I like the way he played Sunday. Um, and me and Joe, I, I, I've been – I almost – I gave up on Mike McCarthy because the stubbornness – that Jason Garrett uh, was doing, it seems like it rolled over to Mike McCarthy. And it was like, what in the world are we doing here, guys? Why aren't we making these adjustments sooner? I gave up on Mike McCarthy, and I said, right here on the Frisco Report, it's going to take a long time for Mike McCarthy to start earning my trust back because I gave him the keys to my – uh, my my yacht. I gave him the keys to to my expensive two hundred thousand dollar, and he wrecked it all. Guy wrecked it all, crushed my hopes. And so now, it's Mike McCarthy. When are you gonna make these adjustments? Calling the move uh, of Zach Martin to 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 right tackle was, was fantasy. Hanging McGovern on the bench as long as he did was what was suicidal career. Everything Aaron Rodgers, everything that you've seen in Green Bay, why he got kicked out was coming to Dallas. And now you're starting to see those adjustments coming. And it ain't just because the defense played uh, played poorly 1980 Cowboys blog. That wasn't the reason why. It was because the stubbornness to move those players. Jason Garrett type of stubbornness. We can't have that stuff. Not in Big D. People talk about the culture of winning. Bring that here to Big D, Mike McCarthy. Quit playing games. You know what I'm saying? You talked about the tradition of winning in your press conference when you're named head coach before COVID-19. You didn't, you, you're not living up to it. Now he's living up to it. Now he's starting to earn the respect. Now I can file my insurance claim um, on my Lamborghini and, and my yacht getting torched, that he torched, and that is my Dallas Cowboys. He started to make a name, make it a comeback, but there has to be something there that Jason Garrett was never. And that word, that thing I'm looking for is consistency. Yeah. Consistency all the way, man. That's what we want to see. That's what they have to do to, 
if they want to make this run, guys, they got to. Uh, it's going to start here on the pivotal game here on Thanksgiving with the NFC East rival Thanksgiving. It has all the makings for a heck of a game. You know what I mean? This is a kind of a revenge game as well for the Cowboys. Um, you know, what, what's your take, you know, briefly on this game coming up here? Well, you got, you got to go out there and you got to go win. I mean, as simple as that. Players talked about, oh, it's not over. There's more to go. Um, you know, we've heard all the talk. We've heard all the talk, social media, Twitter, Cowboys press conferences. We've heard all the all, all, all the, the 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 nonsense talking. Like 1980 always says, let the pads do the talking. And they have to do that on Thanksgiving, Joe. They have to do that on Thanksgiving, 1980, because they, you just can't beat these Vikings, put out all these tweets and, and celebrate this victory and just let these nameless team come in here and embarrass you on national there's only three games six teams we're one of the we're one of the six they have to go out there and if they want first place they want to continue the success they want to get to whatever right nine and seven if they want to get to that record it starts on thanksgiving and we're going to find out if this team is all talk which they've have been they're three and seven they've been all talk let's go see if they can go out there and be game don't talk about it be about it what you got 1980 I think he muted the wrong. There he is. We need to go out here and win this game. Uh, it's Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving. There's nothing like winning a game on Thanksgiving, especially when all your family and friends is over and they're watching you and they they eating your food, coming to your house, eating your food and everything. And they're watching you and they and they, they really don't like the Cowboys, but they just want to be there to, to mess with you because you're a diehard Cowboy fan. Um this is a statement game. This is a we have to win this game to take over the NFC East to, to slide through the back door of the uh, of the wild card playoffs. And all these games coming up are winnable games, not just the Thanksgiving game against the Redskins, but uh, with the exception of Baltimore, that's going to be a little tough. I believe they're neck and neck with Pittsburgh. If we can play like if we can play Baltimore like we played Pittsburgh, I think we have a chance. Um, you just got to figure out how to contain Jackson. But uh, every game we got on, on schedule coming up is a winnable football game and is guaranteed a playoff spot. And I think we can do it. I seriously do. If we no. play like we played against Pittsburgh, even though we lost, if we play like we played, you know, last week um, and we won that game, uh, I think we have a, a, a well opportunity, a good opportunity to uh, play postseason football. And everybody's talking about tanking and all that stuff, you know, but um I get it, you know, because you want a good draft pick and things like that. But uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I know we just won we just won one game after a month. But, um, you know, we still Cowboy fans, and we still want to win. We still want to, you know, go out on a positive note, uh, at least have a fighting chance. And um, I believe we're still the best team in the East, NFC East. So, uh, with that being said, man, I just uh, – we need to go out here and win on Thanksgiving, man, against the Redskins because uh, I think we're a better team. They do have a, a pretty good pass rush, but with the with the adjustments to the offensive line, I think we can override that that pretty good pass rush. I think that's all pretty much all they got. You know, uh, if we can avoid that, if we can overcome that, we can win the ball game. We just gotta work on fundamentals. It's all about fundamentals again. Wrapping up. Uh, I've seen so many plays. I, I, I went back and rewatched that game on Sunday, and there were so many tackles that were missed in the backfield alone. And they just alligator arms. I'm like, 
that's fundamental stuff, man. Put your body, wrap up, put your body on them, man. Put your weight on them, bring them down. Uh, D-Law had a pretty good game, even though not stat-wise, but he had a pretty good game. He would get back there, but it, but nothing would happen, you know. So I want guys to get back there and make something happen. So that's where fundamentals and things come in at. You got you to get back there and make something happen. If, 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 if one guy don't get back there, okay, where's the other guy? You know, there need to be jerseys swarming. Where's that swarming defense that we've been waiting on uh, since, since the offseason? You know, we haven't seen it yet. Yeah, they're getting better week by week, but uh, we just got to figure out a way to uh, be consistent, get, the field, get off the field after third down. Uh, it's, it, it could be third and 15, and they'll get the first down. I'm, I'm tired of that, man. We got to stop. We got to figure out how to stop beating ourselves. Stop making mistakes, getting the penalties when the costly penalties when we don't have to, and uh, just work on those fundamentals, man. Back to the drawing board. Fundamentals uh, uh, wins Super Bowls. They win Super Bowls, and I keep saying this over and over again. The New England Patriots they, they dominated the 2000s off of fundamentals. They didn't have any flashy guys. They were just a fundamentally sound team. They didn't make mistakes. That's how you win games. That's how you win championships. You don't have to have the flashy superstars, even though we got some superstars here and there and here and there. But still, we got to we got to we got to figure out how to outcoach these guys and take advantage of this this average schedule going into the po- going into the postseason, the end of the season. Yeah, and that's what it is. I totally agree with anything you're saying there. 1980 coming with the heat. All you guys, make sure you hit like on our videos here, like, subscribe, and share. Um, now. Piggybacking on that, the only thing that I'm a little bit concerned about in this game coming up, obviously, and we'll touch on this real quick, and then we'll get into C.D. Lamb and the receivers, but um, the secondary. Anthony Brown got torched like <laughs> like something crazy, man. It, it was not a good look on Anthony Brown. Cheeto, like, like we said, a little bit rusty, but I think he'll get his feet under him, but it will be interesting to see what the strategy on defense is going to be, you know, to uh, to cover that that secondary. You know what I mean? Because uh, I don't want to have another shootout. It might be that. But what's your gut take here on what they might do as far as the secondary goes? Well, we had Robinson in there. When, when Anthony Brown got out of the game, we had Robinson, our fourth-round draft pick, who on the Frisco report was screaming, Where, where's Robinson? Play him. I don't think he was prepared. He he didn't look like he was prepared. He didn't. Yeah. This is we're, we're talking about a fourth round pick here, Robinson, number twenty eight. They kept calling him Jordan Lewis for some reason, um, but that's what happens when you don't win and you you get blacked out across the world. So, um, Robinson, I, I think with the week of uh, with, with the short week of prep, they didn't practice today because they had a health scare with the strength and conditioning coach. Bless his heart, prayers for him and his family. But um, they missed the practice, so I don't even know if Robinson's going to be ready for Thanksgiving. But he has to uh, apply himself like big worm toad smoky. You got to apply yourself and take advantage of these three games or these three days of practice. So when you're in there on Thursday, you don't look like a damn fool like he did on Sunday. So I don't think he was prepared. I don't think he was ready. Um, and uh, th- that's on him. But he has to get prepared. I, I say go with uh, Robinson, number 28, see what you got him. Yeah, and, and just to be clear, it wasn't Reggie Robinson. He's still inactive. It's it's the other Robinson they picked up off the street and elevated him, which right. I didn't – Oh, really? I, I, didn't, I didn't really like yeah. him. Like, so. cut, cut him. Get him out of here. 
<laughs> activate the other. A- activate the real Robinson. It, it's a crazy thing, man. It's like, what is going on there with that? You know what I mean? Like, uh, they, they're bringing in these street guys, Savion. I mean, obviously, Savion has been here from camp, but these other guys are getting more shots, and Reggie still can't crack into the lineup. It's getting kind of crazy here. Yeah, um, my, my view of the secondary is um, I, I didn't like the play of Cheeto. Um, Cowboys Corner mentioned, mentioned him earlier in the show today. Cheeto! Uh, I get it. It's a little rust. Okay. I, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, but I'm still seeing the same mistakes over and him not turning his head, things like that. Uh, before the hamstring uh, earlier this season, Cheeto, he's gotten he's gotten a lot better since last last season. I will say that uh, he's always been a physical guy, you know, but uh, he just he's not really consistent. Him and Anthony Brown, they're kind of the same. Yeah. They're not really consistent at playing on the ball, trying to get the ball back. The object of defense is to get the ball back. Uh, you don't really put too much worry into the wide receiver until he catches the ball. That's been the problem with Cheeto. That's been the problem with Anthony Brown. I've said Anthony Brown was pretty good in the slot, but it seems like they've both reached, to me, to me, and what I've seen through the years, they've both reached their maximum attribute. I don't yeah. know if they can get any better. Yeah. Our rookie, our rookie is better than him. I mean, than both of them. I'm sorry. He just is. Yeah. Uh, true. He's gotten beat. Our rookie, uh, uh, Diggs has gotten beat from time to time, but that comes with it. That comes with the process. He's a rookie. Dion got beat his rookie season. Rod Woodson got beat his rookie season. Aeneas Williams, Daryl Green, you know, all those guys. That's how you learn. These guys have been in the league for a while now. They've never learned. I've never seen them get better. They'll do some things from time to time, get an accidental interception. Okay, cool. Maybe a tip <laughs> interception in the air. But I haven't seen a pick. There's a difference between the interception and a pick. An interception something, oh, it's in the air, boom, oh, it came to me, cool, thanks, God. Uh, a pick is when you pick the ball out of the air and the camera's still going that way, and they're like, oh, shit, he's got the ball. One of them Dion primetime picks, there's a, there's a difference. That means that he focused, he uses peripheral vision. These guys do not have peripheral vision. You get what I'm saying? So uh, your head has to be on the swivel. When you're guarding that cornerback, yo, yo, th- this eye over here has to be on the quarterback. Because without the quarterback, the wide receiver can't get the ball. You get what I'm saying? So that's where peripheral vision, just like when you get in your car and you drive and you're looking straight ahead, you still got to use peripheral vision. You're not necessarily looking over there, but you got to use your peripheral vision to make sure you don't hit this car and make sure you don't hit that car. You know what I'm saying? There is no turn by turn in the NFL. You got to be able to have the know-how and the name to be able to make a play on the ball. And that's what we need. If we can get that and it can be consistent, uh, I'm all for it. Who's ever out there? Wilson did a good job last week. Uh, when they brought him up, he looked like a linebacker in the 4-6 bear defense. Uh, one safety in the back, two corners. You know, so uh, he's a real physical guy. He's laying a hat. He looked like, damn, they looked like Dan Wilson out there for just a split second, just a split second. I'm not comparing him or anything, but he did pretty good. They put him in the best position to make plays. So defense wins championships. If we can keep this ball rolling the way we played last week and even the way we played against Pittsburgh, man, uh, the sky's the limit. 
uh, defense wins games. It wins ball games because you can score. You see, we scored 31 points without Dak Prescott. We scored 31 points last week. You can score a million points, but if you can't stop them from scoring a million and one, then they're going to win the ball game and we not. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. No, that, speaking that, of, that's the yeah. Sp- speaking of Darren Woodson, he just got finalized one of the finalists in the in, in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Finally, about time. But uh, for all you non-average Cowboy fan, that is not an Andrew Luck Colts jersey. That is a Roger Staubach clean throwback jersey that Joe is wearing. <laughs> I, I really hope nobody said this was Andrew Luck. If they did, the backhand, baby, the backhand. This is Roger Staubach, baby, throwback. Man. But, hey, talking about Darren Wilson and safety, let's talk a little bit about the emergence of Donovan Wilson, the big yeah, I, hitter. I, is he making a move? Is he making a case for himself for long term? What's your guys' take on Donovan Wilson here? Big, big shout out right here to the Frisco report, man. We've been calling this guy's number, I don't know, since since the Frisco report started August 20th, 2019. We've been saying Donovan Wilson needs to be playing, and this guy is finally getting these opportunities. No more Darian Thompson. No more this. Ha-ha, Clinton Dix trying out just to get cut, and we still got to pay him $2 million. No more – no, no more of this crap, man. We got Donovan Wilson, who right here on the Frisco Report's been screaming for. Yeah. And he's finally saying, What's up? I'm here. Yeah. Dalvin Cook, you physical? I'm physical. Watch me hit you like JJ Wilcox. Pa-pow. And I'm going to show you what's up. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it too. I agree. I agree, man. Um, I, I, I think that this style of defense is good for him. And I know it, it and that, that's true. I've, I've played for different defenses where I've, uh, at time I've struggled and, and I played with defenses where I was all world. You get what I'm saying? So it really makes a difference when you get a guy out there and he can learn that, that process and, and, and catch on real quick, real fast. He just needed the reps. You know, we were in, we were in transition with those safeties, man. We didn't know with the secondary period, you know, we didn't know anything. We didn't know who's going to start. We didn't know what was going on, you know, before the season started. And now we got Wilson in there, and he's just been doing a hell of a job, man. He's a for-sure tackler. You get what I'm saying? Uh, so that's what we need, somebody like that in there who's a for-sure tackler. Long as it's legal. Long as it's legal. You know, you got to wrap up. It's easy to hit, but you got to wrap up. So uh, he's, been doing, he's been doing a good job so far, you know. We've been trying to, you know, see what, we, see what we're going to do with the secondary, man, and bringing guys in and high-dollar guys in and all. We're good. We're good. So we just keep this ball rolling, man. I agree 100%. And see, what I like about Wilson is he's adapting to the NFL rules, to the little sissified NFL rules about hitting. And and he's doing it the right way. There you go. And that is intelligence, physicalness. That's all good things coming from Donovan Wilson, Joe. Yeah, it's it's a little bit of an edge that the Cowboys have been missing. You you want that that edgy kind of physical player that you know somebody that that has a little bit of that dog in him. Like we, I think all of us have said this on our channel. Oh. Where are the dogs on this team? Donovan Wilson, looking like he might be one of these guys we've been searching for. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yes, sir. I agree one hundred percent. And that that like you said, dog, somebody 
to come in and, and, and knock the big dog on his ass. You get what I'm saying? We haven't had that in a while. You know, we've been busy chasing guys. You know, every time you see uh, uh, Jalen Smith, he's chasing somebody. We need guys. I don't need guys chasing. I need guys right there. Like Sean Lee, the old Sean Lee in his prime before the injuries, Sean Lee was right there. You know, we need guys like that. Guys, strong safeties to come up and play linebacker. That's very important. Darren Woodson was the same way back in the day. He looked like a linebacker because of the way we were setting up. He looked like he was a linebacker. He was in coverage. You know, he would blitz at times. Uh, he was a sure tackler. Him and Brock Mary and Brock Mary at free safety. Darren Woodson at, 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 at strong safety. Man, it was a, the, the greatest yeah. secondary of all time. Deion yeah. Smith or Deion Larry Brown on one side. You know, so um, when, when you got a good connection and, and it, I, I wish we had digs in there. Oh, man, we really would have been, you know, him and his ball location, you know, locating. Uh, man, it would have been it would have been a hell of a game. But, you know, things happen on the field. People get hurt. But let's just say let's just hope another thing. Let's just hope everybody can stay injury free. You know, that's the thing because mm-hmm. 20 has been crazy, crazy this year with the injuries, man. So I agree 100 percent with you guys. Defense, 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 locate the ball, play on the ball, make plays. We need playmakers out there. It, it's easy to go in there and do a job and do exactly what you're told. But sometimes you got to step outside the box. And, and 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 see something that the coaches don't see because the coaches they're not out there backpedaling, they're not out there wrapping up. You get what I'm saying? You can only do so much with the, with what you're being told. You got to get out there and find your way. Just like in life, you got to get out there, you know, get out the house, go to school, get a job, yeah. whatever. You got to go find your way, and these players have to find their way on the field. Yeah, you can tell me to go in zone, middle thirds, deep thirds, seam the flats, man up, man back. Uh, man zone, bump and run, all that stuff. You can tell me to do that all you want, but it's up to me. It's up to me to find, to, to really figure out what's going on once that ball hikes and I'm on defense. Dion didn't even have to go to the huddle back in the day. There was nothing you can tell him to do. He already knew and had a feel and had a sense of mind and a presence of mind to be able to, 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 to smell out a play. And Lawrence Taylor was the same way. Didn't even have to go to the huddle. They could smell plays before they happened. They already knew. They already had an eye and a feel for the game. And that's a talent that can't be taught. You have to have it within. Yeah, right on, right on. Nineteen eighty, and 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 to piggyback off that, you know, it's these smart players. You know, when you're a smart player, you can you know everything. You you play faster. So that's a good point there. Um, let's shift over to the offense, and the topic that we want to get into is the level of play that C.D. Lamb is having over the course of the season. Is he moving up the ladder here? You, you know, can he become the number one? Has he leapfrogged Michael Gallup as far as playmaking, becoming a, a target, this kind of thing? Well, what's your feeling on where CeeDee Lamb's career arc is, is at right now? Uh, <laughs> it, it's so hard to say, right? We're talking about Donovan Wilson in his second year, Okay. We're, we're talking about um, a lot of these players. Dalton Schultz is third year, right? When we praise somebody, they usually got some tread underneath them. They got they got some wisdom. And uh, C.D. Lamb, it, it's hard to say because when, when you start out driving in Texas, what do you need? You need a driver's permit. When you turn sixteen, then you get then you get your driver's license. Right now, to me, C.D. Lamb has the driver's permit. He's learning the game. He's learning the ropes. Yes, he was a first-round high draft pick, this, that, and the third, but you got veteran drivers, Michael Gallup, Amari Cooper, 
who might, you know, let's not forget about, yes, C.D. Lamb made an excellent catch in the end zone. 99.8% of wide receivers in the National Football League don't catch that. Yeah. C.D. Lamb did. But you look at the fourth down conversion Amari Cooper gave you, that stuff like right there, that's better. That, that's tread on the tires right there. That's what a veteran will give you. Right now, C.D. Lamb, he has that driver's permit. Next year, he'll be ready to cash in that driver's license. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't let a first-year driver drive you all the way to California, <laughs> nineteen hours away. I, w- I want a good vet driver driving me. You know what I'm saying? So let's let's give CD his props. Forty-six catches. It's not easy to do in the league, but right now he's learning. Am I wrong? Nineteen eighty. What you got? Nah, you, you you hit it. You 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 picked my brain. You you said it exactly right. Good job. <laughs> no, I I agree, man. I um. Gallup has um and, and and it could be the quarterback. It could be the the switch of quarterback, Dak Prescott. You know, him and Dak, Dak was like, okay, remember Romo and Dez. Remember Romo and Dez. All Romo had to do was just throw the ball up and Dez would go get it. Gallup, Gallup is a Dez Bryant type of uh wide receiver. Uh not as not as strong as Dez, but He's pretty close. He makes those acrobatical, those long third and 14, third and 15 catches too. You get what I'm saying? Uh, you know, uh, Dalton, he hasn't done that. You get what I'm saying? They, they're not there yet. I, I think it has to do with chemistry. It really does. Andy Dalton, I don't think he has the, the trust to throw that ball at Gallup. He has to put it right on him. You get what I'm saying? That, that could throw it in his direction and Gallup will go get it. You get what I'm saying? So it's that chemistry, man. And nobody knew that Des Bryant uh, wasn't a, a Jerry Rice type route runner until Dak came along. Because see, Romo trusted him like, hey, I'm going to put the ball right there, dog. And they, they talk. Hey, I'm going to put the ball right here, man. And this is what every receiver we have is the same, except with the exception of, of um, CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb is kind of that way, too. You get what I'm saying, but Amari Cooper, and and uh, he, you know, Dalton can throw it right at him, right in his numbers. Boom! Dalton is a numbers quarterback. He's a numbers guy. He's he's gonna throw it right in his number. He's not gonna just throw it up. He's not gonna just throw it up. I, I, I haven't seen it yet. You know, he probably will. I may be wrong, but I haven't seen it yet. You get what I'm saying? So uh, until they get that trust, then um, that's when we'll that's when we'll uh, we'll see that. But that, to my understanding, that's what I've seen. I may be wrong, and I don't mind being wrong, but I, I just don't think there's not the connection there with him and Gallup. That's why we've been seeing Gallup's numbers fall, you know. But but Coop and and um, uh, C.D. Lamb are different type of receivers than Gallup. Everybody has a different style. You get what I'm saying? So that's just my two cents on it, man. Y'all use it wisely. I don't know. <laughs> great, great discussion here. You know, and that's why we want to talk about it. Before we even got to it, some people got triggered. Like, let us talk about this first before you start going off in the comments. Yeah, great points all across the board, guys. That's where we're at. In general, the, you know, we're going through some tribulations right now. And But, man, I, I'm telling you right now, guys, these valuable snaps that these young kids are getting right now, it's going to be, we're going to reap these rewards. 2021. You know, it, it, it has the potential to be something special, you know, as long as they can fill out 
this roster with some good, talented players, and they can't miss on, on free agency like they did this year. It, this was probably the worst free agency haul they've had since Jerry Jones took over the team. So, I mean, that's how bad it was. But, guys, um, you know, uh, let's let's see if we got some questions and comments here. In the chat box, appreciate everybody that has joined us live. Make sure you guys hit like, subscribe, and share this video. Hit up my boys if you haven't already. Let's see what we got here, guys. And remember, you're listening to the Frisco Report right here on YouTube Cowboys blog. Make sure you subscribe. If you're if you're if you missed it and you want to catch up, you can catch it on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, thefriscoreport.com, guys. Make sure you hop on all those links, share it with a friend, and let's do it. That's what it is. That's what it is. I'm looking at two cameras right now. This stuff's hard. I don't know how people do it. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that's what it is, guys. Let's see what we got here in the comments, guys. I don't have any. I don't have anything on my end just yet as far as questions. You got to start. I got to start getting them questions in, fellas. Perp Young, CD Lamb, just a rookie. Chill. All right. Let's let's get some positivity in here. Come on, guys. Hey, that, that's, that's what I've been saying, though. Right now, he, he just got his driver's permit. Here we right, go. Here right, we go. Right, right. Fernando Universe. CD got hard. Here we go, baby. Here we go. That's what I want to see. I want to see some positivity. <laughs> you know, CD is a different style of receiver. I think that's what we're saying. Uh, he's a different. We're not putting him down. Uh, right. You know, Dak Prescott, our starting quarterback is hurt. So we're in transition with this quarterback. Everything's kind of new again right now. Everybody's trying to figure it, each other out. Yeah, they practice together at home, but I'm telling you, practice and the real thing is totally different. I played the game. Trust me and believe when you're on a practice field and, and you're going against the same guys you've been teammates with for years. And now you're going. Now you're on a real with the lights, camera, and action. NBC, ABC, NFL Network, ESPN, whatever. It's real deal. These guys want to take your head off. They're not gonna. They're not gonna tackle you and lift you up. And, hey man, good job. They're gonna. They're gonna take your head off for real. So it's a totally different ball game. Uh, our, all of our receivers have different skill sets, different attributes. Uh, yeah. Dalton has to figure out how to use those attributes to our. Ability, I mean, to their ability, you know, to for, for our benefit, so we can figure figure this out, this passing game out, and win some ball games. You get what I'm saying? Getting the ball downfield. We got to start going back deep. We haven't been going deep in a while, and 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 that's natural when you got a a backup quarterback in there because he don't want to throw he don't want to throw interceptions. He doesn't want to make mistakes, you know. So it is what it is. <clears throat> yeah. I'm, I'm glad you brought up not throwing down the field and stuff. I called out Kellen Moore last week right here on the Frisco Report. And I got to tell you guys, he he called a really good game. Yeah, on Sunday, mm -hmm. I, I I thought he put Andy Dalton, who missed three weeks, in a good position to go win a football game. Uh, I thought he gave really good routes. It didn't seem like the leash for Andy Dalton was there. It really didn't feel like that. And so, as long as Kellen Moore can keep calling plays like this, it's definitely going to benefit the team and Andy Dalton, who is looking for a long-term deal after this year. Very good. I got, right, a, got, got, got a question of mine. Winner Allen, thanks for the super chat. She says, what elements do you think is key to winning Thursday's game, guys? 
what elements are key to winning. It's it's going to be getting in, in Alex Smith's face. Um, you know, he, he's a really good quarterback. He's an accurate quarterback. So um, if you give Alex Smith time, it's it's going to be a long day. I'm telling you, they got good weapons on the outside, you know, uh, McLaurin and some of these other young cats that got. Um, so get in his face. You know what I mean? They disrupt their timing and everything like that. And I think we'll, we'll be in good shape for the game. Mm. Elements. Hey, appreciate Winter, man. She, she's been a follower of Cowboys Corner, uh, Dallas Cowboy Football News back when that brand was happening and popping. So big shout out to Winter there. Uh, the elements is consistency. Um, back up your talk. Um, that, that, that's what it is. That, that, that's, that's the only element I'm looking for. If, if they had that in science, consistency, the Cowboys are lacking that element. Perfect. Good. I agree, guys. Good. Uh, mine is fundamentals. And that's it. Fundamentals. <laughs> fundamentals, guys. We got to clean up these fundamentals. We're doing great. We did. A, we had a good game last week, um, but we got to clean up. There's always something to work on. And if the job is never done, um, it, it's never done. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's fundamentals, wrapping up, catching the ball, turning your head when the ball is in the air so you won't get caught, passing the defensive passing offense on you. Mm -hmm. Defense is going to win this game. I agree. Got to get in his face. Got to get a good, solid, consistent pass rush. I know these guys are human, but let's try to get a consistent pass rush, man. Show them some different looks, you know, some stunts and things like that, man. And we can win this ball game. Defense wins games. Absolutely, bro. I got I got a great one here from Marvel Group. Uh, Wink Marvel. Great question here, and I think something we, we should acknowledge this, and that's uh, Cam Irvin has been a starter, serviceable starter free agent. I have to I have to say, you know, when whenever I heard the Cowboys were signing him, I was like, ah, he, he was a bust, came from the Browns, Kansas City, he was okay. I really wasn't sure how he was going to do, but, man, I got to give it to him. He's exceeded my expectations so far through, what, two games he's been starting over there, right, or is it three? Somewhere like that, but, yeah. man, he's uh, – he hasn't been a big problem. You know, he's missed a couple here and there, but he hasn't been a complete disaster like Terrence Steele or Chaz Green. So Cam Irvin, guys, what's your thoughts on Cam Irvin here? I, I, I thought he's been – and, again, I'm looking at two cameras. It's still weird to me. I feel like I'm on NFL Network or something. But um, but Cam Irving, I'm telling you guys, um, we, we've had we, we've had some doubts. Um but I got to tell you, with the the different numbers of rotation that we've had on the offensive line, I got to tell you guys, Cam Irvin's been the most consistent. McGovern's coming up, you know, that kind of thing. Ty Tyler Beatus is coming along. But I think Cam Irving has been the most consistent. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think it's because of the reps. When you get the reps, you get those reps, reps, reps. Uh, it's kind of like practice, but you're in a game. Uh, you'll get better with time, you know. Uh, if you keep taking the same route home every day, you'll 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 master it, you know. Uh, you'll know how fast to go, how slow to go, when traffic starts picking up, you know. Cameron, he's Irvin. He's been he's been good. He's been consistent, pretty pretty consistent. He's made some dumb. I think he did something kind of dumb last week. Uh, I don't know if it was a late hit or something like a late block or something like that. I can't remember what it was, but. Uh, you know, that, that comes with the territory. But uh, that's what we need is consistency, especially on the offensive line, the most important part of a football team because it, it controls both sides, guys. 
It controls both sides, the offense and the defense. It can, it controls clock, clock management on the offense. It, you can run and milk the clock. You can keep the other team's defense on the side. I mean, uh, offense on the sideline. And our defense is getting rest while that offensive line is being dominant and milking the clock and running the ball and running it down their throats and then passing at times. I want to go back to 2016. That's what we were doing in 2016, guys. We were feeling the power. We were milking the clock, winning time of possession. We had the great, the second behind the Great Wall of Dallas, the second Great Wall of Dallas, greatest line of all time. And, and Zeke and Dak at rookies were able to get rookie of the year almost damn near together. We were able to just milk, 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 like we were milking Elsie, the cow. And it, that's what we need. We need to get that back, getting creative in the red zone. We don't want to get all the way down there for nothing. I know I'm going off subject, but I just can't help it because I'm feeling the power right now. And Arabin is a good <laughs> guy, man. I just hope yeah. he gets consistent with what he's doing. The power is yours. <laughs> and that was all in one breath. <laughs> hey, that's impressive. That's I, I don't know if I could have done that. <laughs> great job there great job 1980 appreciate him on the show tonight man great great work here i got a question here from professor sanders this is a good one guys should tony pollard play more snaps what you guys take on that oh shout out to, first, first of all before we start talking about tp shout out to ezekiel elliott who finally hit 100 yards and i talked about kellen moore Kellen Moore did not stop Ezekiel Elliott. There's only one guy that could stop it, and that's Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator. He kept feeding him. What what was Zeke's um, – how, how many times did Zeke get the ball on Sunday? Anybody know the stats? 21? 21. 21. I think that's the most he's had since week one. Let's be honest here, guys. Um, great play call by Kellen Moore feeding Zeke. The only way Zeke's going to get those opportunities – is if he gets those opportunities. Um, they, 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 they weren't down 21 to zero. They weren't down 35 to, to, to eight. They weren't down 100 to negative two, right? They, they, they kept the game in front of them. They had the lead. I think there was five lead changes. I love that stuff. You do that, you call games like that, you feed the best top three running back in the National Football League. You're doing yourself a disfavor here, fellas. This is the Dallas Cowboys that we're talking about. Here I am looking at two cameras again. This is crazy. But we they, they got to continue feeding Zeke. And and Tony Pollard, Joe called it the lightning and the thunder, right? You, you got to keep that lightning and thunder. Zeke wears them out. Pollard carries it to the house. That corner didn't want to tackle Tony Pollard because Zeke's been chucking his ass all day. You see what I'm saying? So that's what they got to keep doing. Yeah, I agree. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good combination to have, you know what I mean? Back when we had Marion Barber and Julius Jones, you know, we had Julius Jones get some of the some of the, some of the yards. Marion Barber was the closer, right? They have a good combination right now with Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott. You know, I want to hit them both. Get get them both going. Um, Pollard is just a blur. You know what I'm saying? We all we always say that. I mean, the guy just has speed off the charts. So keep utilizing him. Keep utilizing him. I think we'll be good. Yeah, I like uh, I, like I've been saying about Pollard. I've been saying this about Pollard since last year. If Pollard gets in open space, it's a wrap. You're not catching him. Yeah. It's it, that's just the bottom line. 
And that's all Latino he needs. Heat. And I think the offensive line, <laughs> the rotation of the offensive line, that's what did it. That's what did it. And he was able to just burst through there. And it's that's a wrap. You're not catching him. Pollard is like, that's how Zeke used to be as rookie. Remember Zeke used to, boom, bust through that line. But, you know, Zeke is a different that's type. That's He's better than Zeke. I'm just saying they have different styles. Pollard is a lot younger. So he's he's he, he's fearless. He don't care. He's boom. Zeke is a little bit more cautious, you know. I got to see that window, boom, run through it. But we need that. It's, it's good to have that one-two punch like that. That that Barry Word and Christian Okoye back in the day. Joe, I know you remember that. The Kansas City. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Back in the day. That's what we need. Every team, a lot of teams have it, but this is a good thing we got going here. It'll keep those guys fresh. It makes, it'll it'll extend uh, Zeke's career and Pollard's career. So we keep that going, man, especially against Washington, man. Show them different looks. Coming out of the backfield, man. Bone formation, something, you know. We, we, I mean, split formation in the back, man. So it's all good, man. I love it. I love it. Yeah, definitely. Got a follow up here from Professor Sanders. This is a great one too, and we can talk about this sack prediction. What do you guys think about sack prediction? How many times will the Cowboys get to Alex Smith? Mm, that's a real good question. Thank <laughs> you, there, Professor Sanders. I like Colonel better. No offense. I like that chicken that he's putting out, but um. Sacks. I mean, it, and and we can't ignore the Washington football team's defensive line. They they can get sacks, and they got sacks on us the last time we played, right? And so we got to be cautious of them getting sacks on us too. And at the same time, we got to get the sacks too and, and hit Alex Smith. But if I'm going to go with sack prediction, I'm going to say three sacks. Yeah. Mm. That's a good number. Y'all know I don't like predicting. Um, Predict it. Say what? It's bad luck for 1980 to predict anything, scores, anything. It's just bad luck. But you know what? I'm going to try. The 1980 will try anything at least once. Yeah, at least once. At least once. (laughs) If the stove's hot, don't touch it. (laughs) Let me see. Yes, I smell what you're cooking. I smell. What, okay, uh, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say four. Mm. I'm gonna say four. I can't say who. But, uh, this is my thing. We have the ability to get back there. We really do. We've been getting back there, but we haven't been. We've been doing our homework, but we forget to turn it. We forget to bring it to school and turn it into the teacher. That that pretty much, you know, we get back there. A lot of butt whoopings. Nothing happens when we get back there, and that's my thing. Um, I need to see something happen when we get back there. D. Law gets back there really quick, you know. Uh, we 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 have the ability to get back there, but we just gotta we gotta we gotta convert. We gotta get back there and make some sacks, man. But I I got a feeling they're gonna prove me wrong on on Turkey Day. They're gonna do it. And it's going to be four, it. maybe five. Let's do it. It's going to be four, it. maybe five. I'm going to go ahead and do it. First time for everything. I did it. All right. Round of applause for 1980. First time doing a prediction. Here we go, baby. Here we go. There we go. <laughs> what, what I like about this, guys, this question is, you know, the whole conversation, you know, after the game and part of this week has been, what was the deal with Randy Gregory's snap count? And a lot of that could be attributed to him being ill. They didn't want to rush him back and that kind of thing. 
But um, when he wasn't in, the, when he did get a snap, so they're very productive, fresh legs. I want. I'm wondering what the, you know, what the strategy will be for the Cowboys this this week. You know what I mean? I know a lot of people aren't big on on Armstrong, and Randy Gregory gets it done. But do you want to see fresh legs from Randy Gregory and get those pressures that, that he brought in this last game? How do you think they're going to utilize Randy Gregory this week? Uh, I, I think this is the, the game Randy Gregory is going to take off. We, we've been seeing him make making run-stopping plays. We've been seeing him getting around the edge, doing different moves, things like that. I really think Turkey Day is the day where we fell in love with the the Randy Gregory before he started getting suspended and all this nonsense that he was doing. Randy Gregory, I think he's going to have a breakout game. And I, he's – you always do for something, right? Like, that's that saying, like, he, they're due for a loss. They're due for this. They're due for that. Randy Gregory's due for a breakout game, and I really think it's going to be on Thursday. Could be a good, good timing, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think three sacks officially. I think that's that's where I'm going to go as well. I think it's going to be anywhere from there. But you know, could could be could be more if we. I'm hoping it's more. If it's more, then you know we, we have a good shot at winning this game. You sack the quarterback, you're going to put him, you know, behind the mark, down in distance. You're going to have him in trouble. So, <laughs> I hope I hope we get, you know, that five range would be awesome. 1980, that'd be great, man. Yeah, um, Randy Gregory. Bless his heart. I he he's, he's one of those guys where he has a lot of natural talent. He's always had a lot, a lot of natural talent. Um, me and me and fifth quarter, and 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 we used to go back and forth uh, about this guy uh, back in the day. And um, I, I I agree with Cowboys corner. I really think he's going to have a standout game this week. Uh, I see a total of maybe two sacks with him. Uh, but a bunch of hurries. And I believe his presence will allow somebody else, let's see Alden Smith or, or D-Law, to uh, make something happen on that side. You know, uh, his presence alone, you know, his speed around the edge, you know, is really good. So we we, we kind of need him to come back, come and, come and play and, and, and make something happen for this, for this defense. Uh, the, the quicker we get Alex Smith on his toes, the faster we're going to win this game. Yeah. Yeah. And then, man, just the way we lost that last game. Right. I think mm. uh, this team is a lot better right now. I mean, I know we're three and seven, but it's a different it's a different team right now than earlier in the year when we stacked all those horrible losses. You know, It looked like the team just gave up and you're not seeing that on either side of the ball. You know what I mean? So it's promising. It's promising. And, uh, you know, got to come away with a win on this game here. I got a question uh, in my comment, if y'all don't mind. Yeah, let's go. Uh, Eshan, my boy Eshan, man, a faithful follower, has a channel himself, so y'all make sure y'all subscribe. Put your link in the description, big dog, in the comment section. Uh, Dallas Cowboy Fan nineteen eighty. another question. Who do you think would potentially make a big impact for us against Washington? Do you see a player who could potentially be a sleep sleeper player for us? Mm, that's a real good question. Against these Redskins? Mm, that's a real good question. I'm going to call him the Redskins. Offense, defense, I mean. <laughs> I'm going to say my sleeper on offense will be Blake Bell, the bulldozer, the Ooh. belldozer. 
Um, look for him. And on defense, I'm going to say um, – I'm going to say mm, – mm, mm, mm. my sleeper on this one would be uh, Antoine Woods. Watch mm. out for Antoine Woods. <laughs> yeah, the, the, those are sleepers, man. I, I like both those. Um, <laughs> he said those are sleepers. <laughs> yeah, no, because they are, right? Like, you, you kind of think about who's a sleeper. Antoine Woods, nobody really talks about him, but he's actually doing pretty good right now, right? It's almost looking like maybe this is a guy that you would kind of consider for free agency um, and that kind of thing. But my my sleeper for for this game is going to be Michael Gallup, and I, I don't know if you Ooh. consider him a sleeper, but I feel like he's going to want to show up in, in a big way. You know what I mean? He has been he has had a big game in a couple of weeks since earlier in the year. So right. I think this would be the perfect time for Michael Gallup to show out and say, hey, guys, I'm still here, I'm still baby. here. I'm still mm-hmm. here, baby. Let's go. I like that one. I, I agree. Offensively, Michael Gallup. Uh, defensively. Belton. Let me say this. Let me go ahead and say it. I've been picking on this guy, but I got a feeling this game he's going to shut me up. I'm going to go with Cheeto. Oh, Lord have mercy. Go with the Cheeto. I'm going to go with Cheeto. Because I, I, right. I believe he, there's still something there. There's still something there. Because he had a, before the hamstring, he was having a pretty good, pretty good couple of games. Uh, if he can get back to that, get physical. Keep, keep his eye on the ball, use his peripheral vision. I think he'll be fine. I still kind of like him, but he just upsets me. I get disappointed in him so many times. So I'm going to say Cheeto on defense. It's a good one. Good one. Good one, Cheeto. I want to see him get his feet under him. And I think it's, I think that's a good one, too, uh, 1980. It's uh, it's definitely going to need him in this game. Yeah. You know, I know you. I know we've mentioned this, too. He's got those hammies, you know, that uh, – Hopefully he doesn't have to chase down and run step for step with McLaurin. And, and I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> How are you going to say it? Never mind. <laughs> yeah, Never mind. knock on wood. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Let's come out of this game healthy, guys. And speaking of that, you know, um, let's give our prayers up to to Coach. Uh, you know, we, we don't know the full details on, on what happened with, with his emergency. But right. let's hope Marcus pulls through this and uh, – and everything like that. It's a sad situation, but, you know, prayers up for, for coach there. See what he can do. Absolutely. Pull through guys. You know got South I mean? of heaven, eight South of heaven, 88 on my, on my comment section guy. He's in the show guys. Make sure y'all sub, sub it up to him, man. The king of live stream, late night live stream, the mosh pit enter. If you dare. <laughs> and, and real quick, I just want to touch on, on the coach situation and, and social media Twitter literally pronounced this man dead and, and and fans players everybody was reaching out this is a father this is a potential grandfather do not buy in to the first read guys and and, and hop on a story this right here is the, the the what social media does to people pronouncing a guy dead before an actual doctor guys Hopefully, some of these people that did this learn from their mistakes and, and and just don't try to report the tweet first and the news first and this, that, and the third. Respect people's families and, 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 and pay attention to the news. Pay attention to sources 
And, uh, and that's all I got on that. But number one, respect people's boundaries and respect people's families. There you go. Yeah. Well said. Well said, guys. But, guys, um, what did, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. What did uh, Shannon Sharp say today? I got somebody in my comment section said, what do y'all think about Shannon Sharp's comments today? Did y'all watch Undisputed at all today? I don't watch any of those people. I, I stick to my YouTube. I watch, I watch the famous 1980. I watch Cowboys blog. That's pretty much all I watch nowadays, to be honest. Space Cowboy, that's about it. Okay. Yeah, the, from what I read, I didn't watch it either, but I saw it on Twitter. It was something that Shannon Sharp tried to twist this into something morbid, saying that the smashing of the watermelons was a racist thing by Mike oh. McCarthy. I mean, it was just just totally ridiculous, bro. I mean, White Mc what from Mike McCarthy said, Miss what? Yeah, he, he tried to twist into something that this was a race racist thing because he was oh. using watermelons. You know what I mean? It was just like that's uh, race baiting. That's race baiting. Don't buy into that, people. Well, a lot, a lot of people were, were, you know, didn't didn't go for it. I mean, it was just Shannon Sharp. It was a stupid take, bro. I was just like, ah, can't believe he said that. <laughs> Crazy yeah. stuff, guys. Crazy <laughs> stuff. It's the world we live in. But I yeah. think that's I think that's it, guys. Great show tonight. Um, if you haven't already, where the, where can they find 1980? Where can they find you, Cowboys Corner? Let everybody know where they can find you guys. 1980, close it out, buddy. What you got? Right here on YouTube, Dallas Cowboy Fan 1980 on Twitter. Um, Dallas Cowboy Fan 1980, the same. Uh, I think even on Instagram is the same, Dallas Cowboy Fan 1980. This uh, man, a model, y'all. So uh, that's it, man. I appreciate y'all having me, man, on the Frisco Report, the world famous Frisco Report. It's an honor to be with these guys, man. Uh, like I say, I've been dodging, ducking, and dodging Joe. For about you know about a year or two now, so I, I owe him big. So I had to do this tonight. Uh, it's, it's an honor working back with Dallas Cow ah, uh, Cowboys Corner. <laughs> it's an honor, man. That's my boy, man. You know we talk offline and everything. All three of us, man. So these are good guys, man. Good positive dudes, man. Nothing negative about them. Uh, they love their Cowboys, man. So if y'all haven't on my end on my channel, my comment section, you're on you on your end, nineteen eighty. And, uh, guys, make sure you stay cowboyed up and prayed up because you never know what the day is going to bring you. And let's win this game on Sunday on Turkey Day. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, big shout-out to 1980 uh, on, on his channel for being mute on that out, on that outro. Um, so, uh, yeah. But anyway, Cowboys Corner right here on YouTube, underscore Cowboys Corner on Twitter, guys. Make sure you follow it up. Uh, the FriscoReport.com. Joe has all the exclusive, every draft uh, player there's merch, different things like that. The holidays are coming up. If you can afford something for a relative that watches us right here on the Frisco Report, make sure or on Cowboys Blocks channel, go get you some merch, guys. But 2020 uh, is almost over, guys. Hang in there. It's almost over. Yeah, Y'all stay almost, lit. Yeah, it's almost over. We're almost at 2021. Shout out to Sam real quick. Appreciate the, the super chat here at the end of the show. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate everybody that joined us live. Catch us on the replay. Make sure you hit up all my boys here. We're bringing it every, oh, week. every week. I forgot to say something else. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Uh, enjoy football on Sunday. Be thankful for something. 2020 has been horrible, but we got to find something to be thankful for, guys. So think long and hard and go thank somebody today or before the week's over with. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Well, that's a good one. We will catch all you guys next Tuesday for the Frisco Report. Peace, everybody. Peace. Peace, Peace Wade.